Front Podcast Network. So, mm. how, uh, how are you guys? Great. Yeah. <sighs> huh. We sure we want to do this? I, I, I don't even know anymore. We want winners here. You smell like a winner! From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe. That's right! We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we'd better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Now the week, another episode radio for winners. Jeremy, Tony, Cherokee, Don, Red State, Don. <laughs> I thought you were with her, Don. Well, I guess I guess you thought wrong. <laughs> nope, Don knew. Don and Scott Bayo called this one. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't pay attention again. We should have put Charles in charge <laughs> of our votes. <laughs> God damn it! I forgot about Secretary of State Charles in charge. <laughs> Oh my God! He's going to have some sort of oh God. There's uh, uh. I, now Don. Now that it's over and you can gloat, uh, did you honestly put your vote in to the red state Don category? I did a lot of research on Jill Stein. <laughs> That's what that survey told me I should do. I should do a lot of research on Jill Stein. No, I. I you know I I don't know and I know we don't like to dive too far into politics I I am um, I don't know what your registered party affiliation is Do you normally vote party lines Like do you know people that vote like straight down the party lines uh, I don't always vote straight down the party lines I am as I've said previously a registered Democrat and in this state uh, I generally vote Democrat uh, pretty much down the ballot for people But it depends It depends on the person. Uh, uh, this time, I definitely did not vote uh, outside of the party for president. <laughs> now, now, I, now I am I am a registered Republican, but I do find myself clearly if I'm voting for people like Jill Stein, who I did not vote for. I did not uh, vote down party lines in this situation, but um, you know, I I I I seem to have been over the past few years voting more towards that that Democrat side. Um, I, Tony, I, I mean, do you vote down party lines? What, I, I don't even know what your affiliation is. Not I you do have to not. Share. And also, during the primaries, I realized I am a dummy because <laughs> I had no idea who was actually even the governor in my state. Uh, like, oh my God. I like to think I like to think I pay attention to politics until I actually go to the voting booth, and I realize I only know like the top ballot name, like the president, and that's about it. And then I'm like, oh, I don't. Uh. So then at that point, I just. If I if I loosely or vaguely remember the person based on the on the ad I saw, that's how I'll decide who to vote for. Other than that, I just kind of uh, switch back and forth depending on what I like their name or not. <laughs> now, 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 now that's wait, the best reason to vote for. Now anyone. wait a minute. Now you are voting based off of name recognition. I do. Yes. So you, I think, are the reason that we are in the situation that that we're Absolutely. in today. Was I, I was supposed to vote for Trump, right? <laughs> yep, that's you. Uh, you you went no, now, but uh, I don't really vote uh, party line. Uh, I do in some cases. Depends on 
on the position. But for the most part, it's, it's based on the candidate. I literally do look at the uh, – do you ever look at the sample ballot that they send you? Yes. Now, I literally do look at the sample ballot and try to go through each candidate and do like a little bit of research on each one. I don't uh, do that. I, I mean, I try to give it that kind of effort. I, I mean, Jeremy, do you do you put any effort into yours or are you like yes. just kind of no, filling I, like a Scantron form out? Like, I like guessing. to make it look like a circle, a uh, smiley <laughs> face. I normally do that, which is weird since you only have two buttons. Uh, they, they, no, I, I normally do look at the ballot ahead of time because I also want to know what the, the other down ballot like questions are, not just the, the candidates you're voting for, but if there's any, um, you know, like this time there was something in our state about uh, who would the governor would appoint depending on someone left a position. Again, that doesn't yeah. seem that important, but at the same time it is, and you should do a little bit of research. But no one's complaining about that vote. I don't even know what the result of that vote was. I don't really care because did you guys watch election night results live or did you guys decide, you know what, I don't care. I'll, I'll wake up in the morning and find out because that's what a smart person would have done. I, I did up till uh, about 9.30 p.m. and I decided to go to sleep. I was uh, I was actually at work and the just, just the, the look of just helplessness on my employees' faces was just rolling in. They looked miserable, and uh, I it was uh, it was not looking good. I did get home um, to my wife actually still being awake, um, probably about eleven thirty. One kid was up, and then another kid came down. My kids were heavily involved for some reason this year in uh, in in kind of this this election piece, and um, you know I um. There's a lot of people that were really looking for the uh, the first female president, and as the father of daughters, I'm sure that that would have been a very big thing. But um, yeah, it, it was uh, it was very very interesting to watch live. I think there was a lot of people holding out for Pennsylvania, and uh, that took a bit a uh, bit of a swing. Yeah, I ended up watching until uh, until almost midnight uh, when they finally called uh, Wisconsin and a couple other states, and I was like, yeah, this isn't going. Uh, anywhere near the way I want, and it's not going to get any better. I'm going to just go ahead and go to bed. But my wife stayed up and watched pretty much till two in the morning. She is very upset about the results of this election. Uh, I don't don't necessarily say that that's a wrong way to feel, uh, but I think it, she's she's gone a little far with it. Uh, what about social media? Have you uh, been on Facebook the last couple of days? Because <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I you know it made us my fault. I am uh, friends mainly with like-minded people on Facebook. I don't have too many people that were in the Donald Trump camp. I think that's maybe partly my fault for not really understanding their viewpoint. Uh, but I, I'm now annoyed. At, <laughs> I'm annoyed by every post I see on uh, on Facebook by uh, people who I who I typically agree with. However, I'm they're just annoying as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's so annoying. My question is: Have you blocked my wife at this point in time? Because I feel like she she has really she has really been one of the people leading the Facebook or the social have, media charge. I have unfollowed. I would say about seventy five percent of my newsfeed. So now it's just like it's like a, a an obstacle race ad, and and Joe Dealey, uh, former comedian of DC. Yeah, I unfriended your wife when she started sending out uh, that Lularo ad. I was out. <laughs> Done. If you do any kind of Facebook marketing, you're off my friends list. Player, player, and Candy Crush. I'm sure she'll like that too. Um, I have, I have tried to really kind of stay away from the social media piece, just because I, I mean, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's voicing it. I, I you know, I, again, I, I, you can voice your opinion, but if you're upset, at it, get out there and do something. I guess is 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 what I would say. But. Um, you know, the only thing that we can kind of do on the show is just continue to play this over and over again. I love the poorly educated. So uh, I think I'm going to be honest, Don. This should be the last show we play that. I mean, we've got four <laughs> four more years of that clip. We got we got to get new clips. Uh, perhaps never ever talk politics again. I think this should be the last <laughs> time we discuss it until the next uh, presidential election. 
uh, possibly in two years. We we have to talk about our our uh, governor's reelection uh, or or not reelection, depending. But but I don't want to talk about it anymore uh, after today. Jeremy, you saying I'm not going to get reelected? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm a little concerned. Hey there, guys, how are you? I apologize to everybody listening, not only for discounting Donald Trump having a chance and making fun of it for the last year and a half, uh, but also for bringing up uh, Governor Hogan again. Hi, that's my mistake. Science. At least that was written out well, Governor Hogan. That was very cleanly. <laughs> pl- Man, the, gov- the governor is amazing. I'm so excited to see him run for uh, for president in 2020. Now, Tony, did you have to vote in North Carolina? Did you vote in Virginia? Because I-, I got a whole, uh, I got a bunch of questions about how we're voting today. Uh, where did you vote? Uh, Virginia. Now, I how did you how did you vote in Virginia? Because I feel like, and Jeremy, I don't know if you're experiencing the same thing. I feel like we have taken a like, I don't know, 20, 20 decades behind in how we vote now. Like, we're back to filling out Scantron sheets again. I mean, that makes sense, Don. The result of the vote probably took us back about 50 years, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we did. A, it was a, like a physical Scantron. And then at least the place I went, there was one computer you scanned them into. So you, I got in there real fast. I, was, I brought one of my kids with me because I didn't have a choice because uh, I didn't have any daycare to put him in. So I was like, no big deal. There's no line outside. I'll get right in. There was five people in line to get into the booths. And then when you once you get your, not booths, but the little stands, once you get your Scantron thing and fill it out, then they're like, now go to this giant ass line and wait for the <laughs> one to scan it in. Hold, it was an hour and 20 minutes in that line. Hold your awkwardly, uh, your vote sheet <laughs> that can easily fly out of the manila folder that they gave you to seal it in. And, and again, I mean, I feel like it was recently as maybe the last election i was pressing a computer screen and doing my voting i guess that that technology is is outdated and we're back to scantron forms but i, I like how there, it's very private for me to fill out my scantron form only to essentially like you said just um, <laughs> put my sheet into one scantron machine where every single person that wanted to see my votes could see it no privacy around the uh, the scantron machine uh, just- my, mine wasn't bad there was a line for the scantron but then there was a big gap you couldn't go too close to the scantron machine that wasn't so bad yeah, I, I did not have that. It was just people just crowded around, punching each other I, to get their, I mean, uh, their I, votes I, in the machine. Somebody told me that they literally, like, the, the, the person that was up there looked at their votes and shook their head. <laughs> I don't think that that's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> Tony, did you have, like, electronic ballots or? Uh, it was uh, Scantron. I don't understand that. I mean, I really feel like we've gone backwards in technology. I think people trust Scantron more than a computer screen. People are paranoid that the computer screen uh, can change their vote. Not that it, scanning it through a machine is any better, but if it makes you feel better, I guess that's 90% of it, right? But I, I mean, I guess. But yeah, no, the line was ridiculous, and, and I was with me going without a big line. My wife was smart and went, because uh, she wasn't going to get to leave work to do it, so she went uh, to the polls right when they opened at 7, and she was out of there at 7.05. That's what I'm going to do next time. Very smart. Interesting. Well, we've got, we got four years Four years to um, to never talk politics again. To never talk politics again. Add it to the list. No more NASCAR talk. No obstacle race talk uh, after tonight. And uh, no more politics. And no more in-depth football talk. But I will tell you, Don. What the hell are we going to talk about then, by the way? 
I got to tell you, what I really liked about uh, this week of uncertainty, I think a lot of people were stunned, uh, shocked. A lot of people are still in shock. Uh, the thing I like about this week, though, we, they always, you can always go to Don if for consistency with lack of response. Uh, it's been great. <laughs> I, I keep sending Don emails uh, about, you know, hey, do you want to run a race? And uh, there's nothing, nothing from Don at all. Not even an attempt to respond to me. He just completely, uh, dis- I, I don't know. I'm not sure if, uh, if he's getting the emails. I, I don't know how to respond to your messages. I felt like I provided you with a very nice compliment when we ran the Savage Race. I said to you how much I appreciated you really you know, getting this together, and it's really been great for me. I really enjoyed the running. I had a great time. I just I had a, I had a blast doing it. But now I feel like you have turned into my fitness instructor. Like you are my, you're my coach. You're my, I, I don't know. Do I, I mean, like, I feel like I've got to, you know, <clears throat> I got to say a few inspirational messages to you. I, I, I got to receive them from you on a daily basis. I, I well, have, let's ahead. break that down. Have I sent you any workouts? No, no, not recently, but you have, have. I said, uh, <laughs> have, <laughs> have I done anything to actually, uh, come across as a coach or an instructor. I don't believe so. I just said, hey, do you want to run this with me? Well, okay. That's that's actually fair. I might be a little bit of a douchebag. I my my thing here is is you you can't you can't run races on Sundays. I I can't. It's very difficult for me, especially going into this time of year, to run races on Saturdays. So I I was actually very close to signing up for that um I, I, and I don't know why, but I was very close to signing up for that um, 10K across the bay. I, I mean, clearly you saw how well I did with heights at the uh, the Colossus at the Savage Race. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I guess I said, hey, let me just, just go this and is, run across uh, the bay at bridge. At the Savage Race, this is where you got on to uh, kind of like a... A really tall halfpipe. It's called like a like a, like a, half a pipe. slide, a water slide, and you got all the way to the top and you would not slide down <laughs> because you were afraid... Of the the heights, and it's about it's about twenty feet up. I would say. I, I was I wasn't just afraid. <laughs> Look, I have no problem admitting it. I wasn't afraid. I I swear to you that I was petrified out of my life, out of my mind. Uh, and also, the reason I can't run races on Sunday is because I'm a very, uh, as you know, I'm uh you know I'm a Christian, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Sunday's the Lord's day. I can't I can't be bothered. To run a race on the Lord's Day. I have been, um, in case you know, I've been taking some classes, and uh, I've been in a class that is just really been kind of kicking my tail here. So um, it's over in in two weeks, and I've got about a six week break. Um, I will be back to running. I don't know how to run on a treadmill. I guess I'll be figuring that out. Um, but um, I, I I do want to sign up for a race. Um, I want to uh, do something. Um, and, um, I, I think it will have to be like a- after the first of the year. So, um, you know, would, would, could we, could we do that? Like, would you want to do that? Like, I, I would definitely be able to do it on a Saturday. I'll, I'll find a way to do it, but I mean, I'll do something with you. I just, I need a little time to get it done. Hey, no problem. I will be running races regardless. Now, have you signed up for anything? I'm running a race on Thanksgiving day, a okay. 5k. Now what, what is the, what is the, what is the race? 
What is it called? Is it? A- uh, I think it's called like something. I don't know. It's one of those typical like Turkey Day, like gobble gobble races. I'm not sure what they even called it. But it's you know Thanksgiving morning. They have it uh, usually every every town has a 5K in the morning, and then you go and then you uh, have depressing time with your family. <laughs> now I can't run anything on Thanksgiving because I do a I do a family Thanksgiving football game, um, so I won't be able to do it on Thanksgiving. But I I, I promise you I I. And there's like a there's like a Santa Claus like uh, like 5K in DC like I mean I'll do something with you I mean you have sent me at least a hundred different websites <laughs> that show me the tri-state area and the amount of and by the way there are a ton of race why why do I feel like every little small municipal town in Maryland DC and Virginia has a race every single weekend. I know it's it's out there, and uh, you know eventually, once you actually start running again, you'll be able to participate. Now, now, do you send these same things to Jeremy? I do not. Not I anymore. Stop. I unfriended him on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jeremy, would you run some of these races with us, or no, that's that's a no go? That's not true. I I am actually interested in doing uh doing some five Ks, and I I would actually. Uh, if it was a shorter length, like this last Savage race, I didn't hate that, and I need something on the horizon, or else I don't train. Uh, but however, tied to that, uh, not only have I not ran at all since the Savage race, but I'm going to buy a smoker. So I'm going to gain 150 pounds before the spring. I'm very excited about my new, uh, <laughs> my new calling in life. So yeah, so I don't know why this wasn't an agenda topic, but I mean, you're going to get a smoker. Uh huh. Not not like an industrial smoker because I'm not going to do this as a business. I just want you know one of those like 150 200 dollars smokers you can buy uh, so that I can smoke my own meats. I'm very excited about this. Smoke my own meats. That's actually the name of a movie I have. I, <laughs> now now like you're <laughs> you're going to get up like on a Sunday, like early in the morning, like 5:30 in the morning. I'm always up at 5:30, Don. Put- I crack it early in the morning early to bed early to rise Don. put put a couple put a couple like uh like roasts in the smoker and nice let it brisket and let it let it sit all day oh yeah oh, okay i'm very excited about this it's it's uh, something i've wanted to do for quite a while and i didn't do it because i decided uh that was stupid but now i've decided it's the best idea i've ever had and i i can't stop thinking about it i i don't know if it's the best idea i've ever had and if you continue to <laughs> <laughs> to do this, I don't know if you're going to be running any 5K events with us at all. No, but I could be the guy at the end that sells you the sandwich. That's kind of where I want to be. <laughs> Very interesting. That's kind of where I want to be. Very interesting. Well, I guess, you know, maybe, you know, that, you know, could lead us into our next topic, which is I think we have uh, a, a revisit of one of our favorites. That was the smoothest transition we've ever had. I love how you excited. always make fun of my transitions, and I, I, I can't help but wonder if you were actually here in the studio, which, again, you are not for the 900th <laughs> time, if that well, Don, may have gone just a little bit smoother. Don, now, to be fair, I'm not in the studio because I'm in my new bunker. I'm going to live in for the next four years. <laughs> so I'll be doing these from the bunker. Uh, pretty much everything I do will be via Skype uh, through the bunker. Very nice. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's do one of our regular segments because I think everyone has some some help we can offer the masses while they're in this time of of either extreme joy or extreme sorrow. There's always something that never changes, and that's that we are masters of being dads. 
Dad. I'm going to start this one off. So guys, Daylight Savings Time was this past weekend. Daylight Savings Time. Let's try talking in English. I don't know. When I, before I had kids, Daylight Savings Time was amazing. You got to sleep in for an extra hour. Uh, it was wonderful. Well, now it turns out when you have children, uh, they don't understand Daylight Savings Time. So if they get up at five, they get up at four. Meaning that Daylight Savings Time is a bunch of shit. Dad hacks. <laughs> Dad hacks. You know, I find that uh, on Sundays, I'm not actually not in church, even though I am now a Christian. Uh, I'm actually uh, with my daughter the entire day because my wife is, is working now on Sundays. And what I find to pass the time, and, uh, and, and dads out there who are in my boat, this is what I recommend doing. Uh, take constant naps with the baby. Every time uh, the baby wants to do anything, uh, you take a nap. And uh, you'll find that uh, you get about 12 hours of sleep. Dad hacks. You know, I find, guys, that, you know, if I want a nice, relaxing Sunday or some time away from my family, I just go outside to my smoker and put a nice brisket inside it and just mm. sit outside next to that smoker all day long so that I don't have to interact with nobody. Not my family, not my friends, certainly not my neighbors. I'm out smoking my meat. Dad hacks. Don, that sounds heavenly, and I'm actually very excited that that's going to be my future for the rest of the football season. But... Uh, this is why you have to do that, because once you have kids, you have to be social. Today, I went to my son's open house at his preschool. Now, this was very exciting, where I watched a bunch of children that weren't mine uh, recite numbers and the alphabet and then do a bunch of songs. Uh, what I would recommend for most dads as a dad hack is if you have an open house for your child's school, make sure you go to work that day. Don't work from home and go to your child's open house. Dad hacks. Dad If you decide you want to take the baby on a walk in the stroller, that's going to always bring a lot of attention. A lot of uh, people like to stop, say hi, see the baby. Uh, the way to avoid that is by yelling out racial slurs. Dad hacks. Dad hacks. You know, if you want to vote for Donald Trump, you should be given the right to vote for Donald Trump. You're a grown person. You can vote for whoever you want to. You don't have to have your wife tell you who to vote for. She doesn't have to go with you to the polling place and fill out your little Scantron form for you and, and actually have you pick all the candidates that she wants you to do. You're a grown-ass man. You get out there and do what you want to do and vote for whoever you want to. Dad hacks. Oh, another stellar ride of dad hacks. God, I hope my wife doesn't listen to that episode of dad hacks. I think I went off a little bit. That was uh, that last one may not have much <laughs> to be a dad, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it does. Maybe, maybe it has more to do with just being my own man. <laughs> Outstanding. Hey, real fast, shout out to uh, to our to our veterans who are listening. Uh, today, it is Veterans Day, um, and even if you are a merchant marine and somehow that falls into <laughs> actually you know, protecting our country in some sort of weird, weird way, 
Thank you for your service to our country, um, especially to all of our merchant marines. They are here to protect, I think. We are going and to get if it. you work at a marina, that counts. I believe that if you work at a marina, thank you for your service to our country. <laughs> We're going to get an angry Facebook message. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, well, it is also, along with being Veterans Day this Friday, I don't know if you guys are paying as much attention as I am, but this Friday, the biggest gaming system of the year releases, the NES Classic. I'm extremely excited about this. Is anyone else on this show at all excited, or should I save this for my gaming podcast? So my brother-in-law is very excited about uh, about NES Classic. I'm not that excited though. I feel like the games. Uh, I only like like five of the games, and it's like what thirty that come with it downloaded, or is it sixty that are downloaded? No, it's thirty games that it comes with. Most of them being uh, original Nintendo classics. You get all three of the Mario Brothers games. Uh, you get Zelda one and two. You get Metroid. You get Kid Icarus. You get all the hits. What games? I mean, Tony. Now, to be fair, you like some. Uh, Interesting gaming choices, I want to say. Uh, I'm yes. not going to say they're bad games, but they are not the ones everyone remembers <laughs> from Nintendo. I will only play Pac-Man. Wow, look at that. And you also like, uh, what, Romance of the Three Kingdoms? Was that it? <laughs> I'm a big Romance of the Three Kingdoms fan. I will play Final Fantasy. However, I would prefer Ultima. Yeah, Ultima's not on there. Those are good, though. I do like those yep, games. Yep. But Final Fantasy is on there. I'm um, not a big Castlevania fan. Well, that is horrible. Uh, it doesn't. I love have, that it has Double Dragon Two, which I feel like is not as good as Double Dragon, which was the original reason I got a Nintendo was because of Double Dragon, uh, and it doesn't have Double Dribble. No, it does not have many of the sports. It, it has super uh, super technical. Yes, it has the original one, though, the first one, which is good, but it's not as good as the second Super Bowl technical. Well, super I'm I'm very excited about it. I'm going to go to Target first thing in the morning. Uh, when they open to make sure I get one of these bad boys, because they're going to be hard to find. Be Did you pre-order it? Did you no, Target does not pre-sell. All right. So you're going to get there what time? 8 a.m. You'll get there at a.m. Now, when you vote it, you got there in the afternoon. But uh, for, for this game, you're going to be there uh, bright and early, 8 a.m. Yes. This is important. Voting not that important. Now, you can get it on Amazon, I think, at like 2 o'clock. What? I think so. Then you can start ordering it on Amazon at like 2 o'clock. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, though. I'm just going to go and show up at Target AM. I want it in my hands. I don't want to wait for it to ship to my house. I want it immediately. <laughs> and then what I'm going to do, <laughs> this is the best segment we've had yet for sound clips. Uh, I'm just very, very <laughs> excited about it. I, I, I am surprised you even know what it is, though. So, Don, are you going to get one or no? I, I am not going to get one. I assure you that if I can't find time to actually run, I am not going to be going and picking that up. I, I now what a, I I feel like the the amount of space that all of those games take up can fit on like a thirty two gigabyte SD card. Even smaller than that. Yeah, literally, it, it fits on a floppy disk. It amazes me that these companies are getting ready to make a crap ton of revenue on some sort of technology that came out in the eighties and nineties. Well, these games are classics, Don, and it comes with a, a replica of the classic controller. This is the best thing to having the actual working system, which I do have, uh, but this comes with an HDMI cable. It's very exciting. Um, now, are you going to... Is there, is there a Sega Genesis version coming out, I think? Uh, that's already out. It's by another company. It's, uh, it's got a bunch of games on it, too, uh, but it's old. It was out last year. Uh, a lot of people really care about our video game coverage, but uh, if you are excited about the NES Classic, it comes out the same day you're listening to this podcast, so quit your job uh, and go get an NES Classic. 
Oh my god. I'm gonna be honest, I wanna do the whole show like this from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I got my PS4 finally, we could talk about that for hours, but we should not. Instead, we should wrap this show up, uh, the last show we ever discussed politics, uh, with a segment we do every week that will have no political news whatsoever. Radio for winners. And the news, that's right, Radio for Winners and the news. Every week, take two to three news stories, take all the facts that everyone's talking about, put new facts in that make it more interesting, and bring it to you so you're a little bit smarter the next day at the office, and I can't hear the music, so sorry if it's off. Man, you hit you hit perfect. That was really, really good. Proud it's of you. It's very hard to do this from the bunker. I may have to find another way to do that piece, but how's uh, your, that's how's, okay. How's your internet in the bunker? And the internet's fine. I have a hard-wired internet connection. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. Hard. Hardwired. Hardwired. If you're gonna if you're gonna stay in your bunker and play Quake all day, you how gotta you, have a good you, internet connection. How are you gonna smoke meat in your bunker? <laughs> uh, I mean, I have a, I have a backyard in my bunker. I can smoke right out there. <laughs> What's the purpose of a bunker if you have a backyard? I mean, I, I just have to brick up the door. It doesn't matter. Huh? Let's go to our news stories, Don. Now, I know <laughs> I like to go to Atlantic City. I haven't gone in quite a while because I have children and I have no money. Uh, but I used to go to Atlantic City probably uh, at least once or twice a month for a long time. Uh, but I do not like playing slots. However, a uh, woman named Katrina Boardman was playing uh, slots in Atlantic City and... Or not in Atlantic City, in another casino in New York. I'm sorry, not New York City. Uh, she said she won $43 million. I saw this, yeah. And she was super excited, and she ran over. Well, it turns out that was a an electronic error. She actually won $2.25. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> now, she didn't just say that she won $43 million. She took a selfie of herself with the screen that said, Congratulations, you have won $43 million. Right. She had a slip of paper that printed out that said, Congratulations, you have not won $43 million. You've won $2.25. That <laughs> uh, was the, the ticket that printed out. So, of course, she was upset because she thought, This has to be a mistake on my ticket. Uh, but in fact, the mistake was with the machine, uh, which she should have probably known since the machine's max payout, which was written everywhere on the machine, was $6,500. Now, that said, that's still way better than $2.25, uh, but it is not $43 million. How does a machine break like that? I feel like that only happens in like the Wild Bill Casino. Or I think they should have to give her the six thousand dollars. Well, I think, I think so that too. would be the solution is to give her the max payout for the machine. Uh, but they they apparently are not. They're saying nope. Sorry, shit happens. Here's your two dollars and twenty five cents. So she's going to sue them. I don't know if she'll win or not, but she'll probably get that six thousand dollars. But will she spend more than that in the lawyer? I do not know. I, my um, if you want my uh, my prediction, which I'm pretty good with predictions. Um, Oh, yeah. I, I predict that she does win the max payout at six thousand dollars. <throat> I uh, I believe that after lawyers' fees, she will make less than the two dollar payout that she would hey. have initially won. <laughs> Dot a Cherokee Dot Afternoon Drive. <laughs> I think that's probably accurate. When you put all the uh, the fees and everything in, she's going to make just enough to cover for some scratch off tickets, uh, and then everybody wins. Scratch so, off, Tony. Scratch off. Scratch off tickets. Well, if that did happen to you, you'd probably be very angry. And I'm sure if it happened to this next, the people in the next story, they've already got their system worked out. If you were thought you won $43 million and it turns out you actually won $2.25, you'd probably be a little angry at the city you were in. Well, in Atlantic City, if that happened, you could find a way to rip it off a quarter at a time. <laughs> so a couple was caught in Atlantic City because they stuffed the baskets uh, at the toll on the way to Atlantic City that take 50 cents in quarters only uh, with napkins and other stuff so that they would fill with quarters and they would come by and take handfuls of quarters out and steal them. Nice. Uh, 
Now, this is a slow game. You're not going to make a lot of money all at once <laughs> taking quarters out of it. Now, but it's still pretty busy, but that means that also you have to find the perfect the perfect level of cars going in. If it was really busy, after about 20 cars, people would say, wait a minute, these coins aren't going anywhere, and immediately alert somebody. So you have to kind of go, I, I guess, like in a kind of busy afternoon, so you have a chance to run by. Either way, this is a bad plan. It does not work very well, and they have been arrested. <laughs> Isn't there like a display though that says go once you enter in, like uh, you put the, the 50 cents in or whatever it is? Uh, I Isn't think, like, uh, I don't think there's gates at that one. I think it's just literally you drive through, and if not, it takes a picture of your plate. So, why wouldn't you just throw in like pennies and then drive through? Uh, I mean, I don't know how those machines work, but I'm willing to bet that they will not accept pennies or nickels or dimes, they will only accept the quarters. So then all these people are getting tickets because the money is actually not going through. Well, they wouldn't know they were getting the ticket until later. It would be mailed to them. But I'm also willing to bet they probably aren't going to get those tickets after they found out people had been stuffing the machines uh, to stop the quarters. And it may have been like the third person that realized it was going on because I would wait for that go. You know, I wouldn't just run off. I want to make sure they got my, my 50 cents. I'm not going to pay a $35 fine or whatever for 50 cents. 50 cents. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like a good scam. <laughs> Seems like seems like your payoff after a good day is maybe like eight bucks. I don't know. This seems like <laughs> it's not the finest plan. But if you're trying to get back forty three million dollars, you do it a couple bucks at a time. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I just use Easy Pay. Yeah, if you did that, you would totally get around this scam. That could be the way to fix this. Easy Make pay. Everyone switch to Easy Pay. Our sponsor, Radio for Winners, sponsored in part by Easy Pay. Wow. It's good to have a sponsor. Yes. Kicking off episode 200 with all sponsors, all ads. It's Can't wait. Very exciting. Uh, well, let's end this show. <laughs> episode 200 is going to be so amazing. It's going to make your head spin. It's going to be the best. The absolute best. You're not going to believe how good it is. <laughs> Unlike this last news story, which will probably be a massive letdown. But or like this show. end the show. I don't even know how to talk this news story up. It's kind of a downer in some ways, but also amazing in other ways. But let's say you were going to decide you wanted to kill a bunch of people. Maybe you don't want to telegraph it on Amazon Prime Reviews. <laughs> so Todd Kolop uh, in Woodruff, South Carolina, has been arrested. He's being charged uh, with seven-plus murders over the last 13 years, something like that. Uh, but after they caught him, they realized that he had an Amazon Prime account that seemed to be linked to him. It had like a wish list for him. And there were a lot of good items on this list. Uh, and a lot of the reviews were written right before his, uh, the, the victims that he, <laughs> that he is being charged of, uh, of, of killing one and kidnapping the other were, were captured. Uh, for things like padlocks, knives, gun accessories, I'm going to read a couple off. Just as a, so let's say you're looking for a padlock on Amazon Prime. All right. And this person writes, these are solid locks. I have five in the shipping container. It won't stop them, but it'll slow them down until they're too old to care. <laughs> wow. Jesus. So that's probably a, a note, but you could just think someone's joshing, just, just fooling around. Uh, so then he has a knife that he posted uh, a review of. Uh, I haven't stabbed anyone yet. Yet. But wow. I'm keeping the dream alive. And when I do, it will be with a quality tool like this. <laughs> also, I mean, at least he is saying how nice the knife is, uh, but uh, but still probably not the the best thing to do. If again, if you're planning on on killing and capturing some people. Wow. Uh, finally, he reviewed a shovel with a folding handle. Now this would be extremely useful if you're a, a scout going camping uh, to to help with your campfire uh, after the fact to bury it up. Uh, he posed a review about what he's going to use it for. Uh, he's going to keep it in the car for when you have to hide the bodies and you left your full size shovel at home. It does not come with a midget, though, which would have been nice. Little joke there for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's in there. 
uh, along with his comment that he's going to use it uh, to, to easily hide bodies from his car. So that's probably not the best way to hide that you're a serial killer. But I guess you want to make sure you have your tells, too. You, wanna, you don't make it too, too hard for everyone. You want to give them a little bit of a clue so they can find you. Man. Now, do you really think that was Sam that wrote all that stuff? I mean, it, it looks like it ties to him, and he did uh, have people locked in a storage <laughs> container in his backyard with five padlocks. So <laughs> well, you just said that you have a bunker in your backyard, so maybe we should probably go take a look at that. Nope, nope, not going to tell you. It's not even in my backyard. I've moved it to a secret location so that the government cannot find me. Hey, by the way, the next time that you urinate in the backyard behind the beat lab, if you could not go in that shed back there, I'd appreciate it. All right. I've heard some banging, but I just assumed it was some sort of giant bat. No. Not a bat. But that padlock I have keeps him keeps him in or slows him down. You found a good review for it. Back in 52, <laughs> lying awake and tense and tuning in on you. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through. Oh, oh. They took the credit for your second <sighs> Rewritten by machine on new technology. And now I understand the supernova scene. Presidents of the United States of America. Way to tie it all together. Four years. Is it too late for Joe Biden to jump in? I mean, I test technically he could still jump in, but voting is finished. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I'm still in line with my Scantron form. You were the vote that would have mattered, Don. You would have pushed the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the last show that we uh, we talk politics. You were the first one. Until next, until until next, next week's show. <laughs> I guess we said that we have to make sure we say we are not counting Super Hogan in that statement. No, we, we, we are not. I, he's not here right now, but... Thank God. I can go find him if you want me to. Nope, gotta go. Uh, See you guys next time. See See ya. See you next week. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can <laughs> contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners, Facebook.com, search for Radio for Winners, or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>